Welcome, viewers, once again to another episode of Malby Sabbath School. I'm your host, Sean Ryan, and this week we will be studying the aspect of the flood. I'm joined this week with Malusin de Lalambi, and I pray that this week we may be able to do justice to what God has given forth to us with regards to this aspect of the flood. Last week we looked at Cain, his legacy, and, mm. and what he brought to, to this picture of, of the Genesis. However, we turn our attention a few hundred years in the future from Cain. Mm. Malusi, mm-hmm. thank you once again. Thank you so much. It's not often that I see this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're on the other side this week. Eh? Yes, but let me take this time to also welcome you back. It's been a long time. Yes, yes, yes. yes. COVID hasn't been that kind to us, but yes. I pray that going forward, yes. um, at least we'll have that opportunity to do Amen. more of God's work. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Just before we start, may we just mm-hmm. have a word of prayer. Would you lead, sure. lead us off in prayer? Let's pray. Father God in heaven, what a moment. It is that you've given us this privilege to reflect on the life, the times, the ministry, and the journey you had with Noah. Help us today as we study this lesson, and pray. I pray that you may also help those who are listening and those who are watching, that they may be edified, strengthened, encouraged, and that their lives may be transformed because of the power in this story and the evidence of your love and your kindness to us. Bless us now, for we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. So this week we're turning our attention to the flood. Hmm. Last week we, we were visiting the story of Cain. Yeah. So now we're fast-forwarding a couple of, uh, more than a couple of hundred years mm. into the future, into this yeah. aspect of Noah. If I come to you and I say, the flood, mm. it brings up a lot of positive yet negative connotations. That's true. How, how would you take us uh, through this, mm-hmm. uh, this aspect of yeah. Earth's history? Mm. It is the time of history where you hear thoughts about a God who regretted creating mankind. Mm. Because the state of mankind had become so evil mm. that God had to intervene yeah, yeah. to change that trajectory. So when, when I hear the word flood, in my mind is the thought of a loving God who looks upon what he had worked on, mm. what he had created, and he couldn't let it continue the way it was. Mm. He had to intervene. I, I see, I hear judgment uh, because God had to intervene and interpose. But also, it's a story of grace. Mm where God had to intervene in that manner because he needed to save the family of Noah. The Bible says and yes. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Mm. Amen. But also look at how God reacts after the flood. He makes a covenant with Noah. Hey. So I, I find a lot of powerful themes. And I think our memory text, if I can just read that yes. and just use it to really buttress the point. It says, Matthew chapter 24, verse 37, But as the days of Noah were, Mm. so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. So this story Mm. is not just a good old story. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's a story that has got so many object lessons for us, given the fact that Christ is coming back. 
And Christ draws parallels between the time of Noah or the people of the time of Noah and the people who live just before the return of Jesus Christ. Mm. So it's a powerful story. Yes. And, and, and what you said now was so important. Many people look at this as, as something that happened in the past. It's not really relevant mm. for, for, for our times today. Yet, yet Jesus himself emphasized, as it was back then, mm-hmm. so it will be. Yes. Not in his time, mm. but in the future. Yeah. And, and I think that is where this lesson this week mm. is so, so, so powerful because yeah. every aspect of, of the flood, mm. we can draw parallels from. Yeah. Not only in terms of um, the aspect, the salvific aspect, in yes. terms of uh, Noah being saved, his family being saved, mm. but if we turn our attention even to how did God prepare Noah yes. for this flood, exactly, we find that, that God's um, attention to detail Mm. Is is mm. is something unparalleled? Yeah. Take us through that in terms of let's let's turn our attention to to the preparation aspect mm. now. Yeah. You know how do how, how does God interact with Noah mm. just before this 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 aspect of the flood? And I say just mm. before, yeah. but in human terms, we're talking about a hundred and twenty odd years, yeah. or more. Yeah. So let's read maybe from Genesis chapter six, verse uh, thirteen. You'll find a lot of that. Uh, Preparation from that chapter, chapter mm-hmm. six, and until about chapter seven. But I'll just read a few verses here. Um, just verse uh, thirteen mm-hmm. of that. It says, "And God said to Noah, always important. Mm, yes, preparation cannot be preparation unless it is based on what God has said. said. Yeah. So maybe to our viewers out there is you could be preparing for many things." But what has the Lord clarified to mm. you as in what needs to be done? I'm talking about our day right now. Mm, 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 mm. What makes us ready for the coming of the Lord? It has to be based on what he said. Mm. So the Bible says, he said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopherhood and make rooms from the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And then it says, and this is how you shall make it. So God goes into the details, details of the yeah. land and the dimensions. And not only that, he even gives him instructions on the occupancy mm. or who's supposed to come in. Yes. And the and so it almost feels like a creation story again because God is going mm. back and saying of all that he created, this is how it should be put in the ark. So the preparation for me, I think it's preceded by God observing human behavior Mm. and making a determination of what human beings have become. Mm. Because we are free will human beings. Mm. Mm. God has given us the power to choose. So today we have power to choose who we want to be. And are we not seeing, Brother Sean, today people who are choosing to live a wicked life? Yes. People who are choosing to defy God's love and intentions, Mm -hmm. God allows that. Why has God allowed suffering? Because he's a free will God. Mm -hmm. He will allow us to behave the way. His desire, though, is that we know what he said Mm -hmm. and we do what he said. And that's so the basis of the salvation of Noah was based on affairs where Noah had to be faithful to God. Mm. In the word that he received. Imagine if Noah had not built the ark. Wow. Does it mean God would have not destroyed the world? 
he would have destroyed the world with Noah destroyed. Mm. So there are things we must do mm. in the preparation phase that will make us ready or savable. We must partner and collaborate with God. Mm. And that means believe his word, trust him in what he said. You may not understand how it's going to happen, but trust what he said mm. and do exactly as he commanded. So God gives Noah some work to do. Yes. And I like what you said there in terms of when God said, Noah did. Yeah. And I think when we look at the flood story, mm. the, the flood story for me in terms of yeah. the, um, the salvation aspect mm. is always this contrast. Yeah. God is, well, Moses in, in his narration to us mm. is contrasting what yeah. Noah did mm. with regards to the rest of society doing at that time. Exactly. Exactly. Not only that, but then he's also showing that there was no question. Mm. God said, make, make, make. Mm. Mm. And it says that Noah did everything. Yeah. And, and isn't that the simplicity of mm. salvation and mm. faith? Mm. God said, I do. Yeah. But we find ourselves in, 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 in this type of mm. landscape nowadays where God said, and I'm like, hmm, is that what I want to do right now? Mm. Is it really necessary right now? Or even I start taking it to an existential level. Yeah. Is, is, is God really speaking to me? Mm. Is it really necessary? Mm. So I think what you're saying is so important for us. Mm. God said, and I must you, do. You behave. Yeah. Yes. Behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's exactly. So the question is why was only Noah saved and his mm. family and the rest were not saved? Again, Peter talks to that issue. Uh, second Peter chapter two. Uh, verse, from verse 5 going downwards, yeah. Peter is talking about the doom for false teachers, but he says on verse 5, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, mm. bringing the flood onto the world of the ungodly. Verse 7 then says, and delivered Lot as well, mm. who mm. was oppressed by the filth conduct mm. of the wicked. And then verse 9 says, Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of the temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. So God here saved Noah because Noah decided to partner with God. Yes. And he preached, we know how long. Mm -hmm. 120 years. Unfortunately, according to the measure of our pastors these days, we'd say Noah was a failure. Yeah. Because you could con convert even one person. Yeah. But thank God it was him and his family. Yeah. 120 years and your church was only seven other members. <laughs> <laughs> no growth at all. Yeah, no growth. Yeah, According to the measure of pastors these days would have been dismissed. But he was faithful to God. Yeah. And no other church plants. Let's mm. <laughs> Zero church plants. <laughs> Zero a, a house church for yeah. 120 years. That's it. In fact, he was successful with animals more than with human beings. And, and I mean, imagine you have that type of growth rate today. Uh, <laughs> I think your regional conference would have and a discussion yet, with you. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure our pastors know <laughs> what you're talking about. But he was found faithful mm. in accomplishing the mission. So sometimes our mission is not about getting the whole world converted. Mm. It is just about being faithful to God. And I think here's the, the, the next contrast. Mm. It's quant. It's not quantity, it's yes, quality. Absolutely. God will rather have one faithful person absolutely. than 20 
lukewarm mm. uh, Christians, if I may. Mm. You know? Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, like, it's like Matthew saying, God will throw a party for the whole heaven mm. for one sinner who comes. Mm. It's the parable of the 99 sheep. There you go. The shepherd comes back for that one sheep. Yeah. He says, no, no, I'm not worried about the 99. Yeah. That's, they, they find yeah. that one I'm coming for. That's oh. the pastoral ministry yeah. that God is looking for in us. So God saved him because he was a preacher of righteousness. Mm. And how I pray for our modern day pastors, elders, and whoever is involved in the work of ministry, mm. that if we are to be ready for the coming of Jesus, we need to preach the righteousness of God. God. Yes. Yeah. Not only as it is now, mm-hmm. But what God expects from us in the future. Exactly. And if we turn our attention, if we look mm-hmm. at this preparatory phase, yeah. we find it in our own lives as well. There's a, prepare, a preparatory phase mm. for what we're going to go through. Yes. God, God uh, pays attention to those details. Mm. And then we come to the actual event. Yes. The and, 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 and the correlation is the flood. Mm. But if we look at it, it says, what is our, the event in our lives as well? Yes. So if we look at the yes. at the flood itself in Genesis mm. uh, seven, yes. Uh, well, it actually starts in about Genesis six, verse twenty-five, mm-hmm. and then it continues mm-hmm. in, in, into verse uh, mm-hmm. into chapter seven. Yes. What lessons do we learn um, from mm. from from these events? Where where do we start? Yeah. Now, I like the way Jesus makes a reference to this flood in Luke chapter seventeen. Mm. Um, many practical lessons. Obedience is key. Mm. And it is the difference that saves your life or destroys your life. Mm. Yes. Patience is a virtue that will get you saved. Many people can't stay put on what God said. Yes. Remember. It's always the next big thing. The Bible says, if you look at also the book of Luke, and I think Matthew also talks about it, that when time came for Noah to go into the ark, mm. God actually commanded him to go in. It's yes, time. Yes, yes. He went in and stayed for seven days mm. before the rains came. Mm. Luke says, uh, the world did not know it until he went into the ark. Then repeats and says, until the flood came. Mm. There was a period of delay. Seven days that he stayed in there. Mm. I wonder what the world was doing outside. Mm. Perhaps he was a spectacle. There was a tourist attraction. Maybe they had cameras those days. I, I think of it. Then. <laughs> They're knocking on the wood. Hey, are you guys? Are you What's guys happened? okay in there? <laughs> Come on out, Noah. Let's yeah. have fun. Yeah. But he stayed put in what God has said he must do. Mm. So the question is: Do we remain faithful to what God said we should do, even though it looks ridiculous? Yes. And it doesn't make sense to say God says, my brother, be faithful to your wife. Mm. In an age where people are sleeping around and doing whatever they want, where God says retain a faithful tithe and people are in an economic crunch, Mm. does it make sense? Mm. So Noah stays there. That's a practical lesson to say God will save those who are patient. Mm. But then, The other lesson I saw was that God is faithful to his word. Yes. The flood for me says God is faithful. He will do what he said he will do. Mm. At the time he said he will do it. And the lesson is very clear when we read that um, 
what was happening in the flood was yeah. actually God recreating this world. Sometimes, let me say this, your life, your world that you know has to flood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For there the needs to be a deluge. Yes, yeah. there has to be a deluge. Everything has to sink in. Hmm. And you and your few important ones, your social network. Hmm. I think sometimes you have too many friends, eh? Hmm. <laughs> too many <laughs> networks. God cuts off that network and saves you in this core network hmm. and a few of his animals hmm. with you for the future. So the flood says to me, things have to change. Yeah. The old has to die. The new has to be reborn. And that's God creating. Mm. I knew us. So those are some of the lessons. And I like what you're saying there in terms of sometimes our social networks are too big. Mm. If I take the parallel with Jesus himself, yeah. when we look at the Last Supper, all the disciples remember, mm. no, I'm with you. I'm standing with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. What happened on the day of the cross? They all ran away. Gone. Yeah. Yet God provided us the example. The few that, who remained, Brother mm. Sean, they betrayed him. Yes. And yet through all of that, God said, I am providing you the example. Can mm. you stay faithful? Yeah. And this is exactly what Noah has, mm. has, has proved through this yeah. in terms of when, when God is taking him through this, this mm. ev- the, the event of the flood, yeah. this, this um, reversal of the natural order, um, mm. if you will. Mm. When we then look at, 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 at how the flood ends, mm. we find some additional parallels. Because, yes. like we said, at every stage, mm. we, we find these parallels between what is happening in reality, yeah. what God wants us to do, what is the faithful doing, mm. what are the unfaithful doing. Mm. And there's always this stark contrast. Mm. Because Genesis chapter 8 and verse 1, yeah. it says, God remembered Noah. Yes. As if God forgets. So, does God forget? I think, is, is that the question we can ask? Does God forget? I think God is faithful to what he said. Hmm. And uh, thank God for this concept of being remembered. Because for many of us, we think that God has not seen us. Hmm. We must remember one of his word or one of his characteristics is that he is El Roy. Hmm. He is hmm. a God who sees. Amen. And he is Elohim, the all-powerful, all-knowing God who will never forget us. So right now, let me speak to maybe Christians out there who may feel they are praying that prayer of those martyrs who were seen by John (laughs) under the altar. How long, oh Lord, shall it be (laughs) before you avenge Mm. for our blood? God is patient. Mm. When he shall begin to act and when he shall remember his creation, Mm. by that act, I, I see God coming back to what he always promised and what he always wished for humanity. Mm. And so to be remembered by God is a good thing. It is a blessed thing Mm. because it means God is fulfilling his promise by remembering you. Mm. It means God has heard your cries. Because if you read both Noah, the Bible says he was vexed with the wickedness of his day. Mm. People were eating and drinking and in all debauchery. And Noah was vexed in his spirit because he felt that this is not the way human beings must live. Mm. We live in our day, uh, Brother Sean, where there are things happening that we wonder, will God ever remember us? Or we are forgotten in this hall yes. called the earth. We are on our own. You know, like I always say, black man, you're on your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 
No, God is faithful. He mm. may look like he's not acting now, but he's in charge. Mm. And uh, he will come back mm. and take the reign and remember us. And I like that. We, we, we're saying we're, he remembers us, mm. but he is the one that always puts everything in place. Yes. We just need to follow. Noah mm. didn't build the ark until he was told to do yes. it. He then did everything he did. <clears throat> mm-hmm. When the ark was built, he could have entered. I mean, mm. if I build a house, yeah, it's my house. House opening. I can, o- I can open. No, he stayed outside Yeah, until God said, enter. It's time now. When he was inside, mm. he waited. He waited. I mean, they could have easily jumped out of the window. Yeah. Uh, they could have hit the door. They could have done a number of things, mm. but they waited. The other aspect we never talk about, Brother Sean, is that God also made the animals wait. Yes. The, what I'm saying there is that there are things God is in charge of that you have no idea. Not only that, but let's look at it from that perspective, that when a human's preaching yeah. had fulfilled its course, mm. God used the animals to preach the preach. last sermon. To there say, you go. look at this. Wow. So God doesn't leave us. He leaves no stone unturned. Yeah. He starts, mm-hmm. he ends, he gives it to us. Mm. Then we see yeah. that even he starts the covenant because mm. he tells Noah, yeah. I will make my covenant mm. with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you read the Bible, nowhere else in the Bible, mm. before preceding Noah, do you hear about the building of an altar? Mm. When Noah comes out. So yeah. where did Noah get that idea from? Mm. That when he comes out, there needs to be this thing called an altar that is built. Yeah. Because even when you read mm. Cain and Abel, you read that they brought the sacrifice, but yes. you never read that they yes. that they actually made an altar. Yeah. But you see here, mm. when, when God says, Noah, okay, you can come out now. Because even though the water had receded, yeah. Noah did nothing. Yes. He stayed inside until mm. God said, move. Mm. And then God said, I'm going to yeah. establish my covenant with you. Mm. And the first thing you do when you come out, you pray, worship, and you build yeah. yourself an altar yeah. and you offer sacrifices. Mm. Take us through this covenant because this mm. covenant is, is yeah. very important for, mm. for what God has planned for yes. the rest of humanity. Yes. So we find the story in Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. Uh, it says from verse 20, Then Noah built an altar mm. to the Lord. And took of every clean animal and every clean bed and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Mm. And the Lord smelled the smoothing, the soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imaginations of man's heart is evil from his youth, now I will, uh, I will again destroy every living thing as I have done. Mm. Okay. Mm. And then it says, verse 22, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. So it, it, it proceeds on and says, Noah came out of the ark finally. Mm. And again it says after seven days, mm. where the waters were receding. Yes. Let me talk to someone and say, it might look like it's flooding and it's unending rains and it's pouring Mm. seven days are going to come when the waters shall recede and Mm. you shall come out what is God expecting us to do when we come out of our flood Mm. of our time of judgment for this world when things are falling apart around us 
he's expecting worship mm. even through the calamities of life even through the covenant is the context for worship mm. and an an understanding of what god has done and is doing mm. without worship brother shon we will be lost let me mm. tell you this what saved many people through this covid-19 we are coming out of yeah. is worship yes what saved many families through the hard times the wars the droughts you name it mm. falling apart of careers and businesses the falling apart of everything around them was worship mm. reminds me of the story of job mm. that when everything was falling around him he says i know my redeemer mm. when you know your god there's nothing you will hold back from him yes of all yourself you pour out yourself as an offering isn't that what paul says mm. i beseech you therefore brethren yes. by the mercies of the lord that you that's romans chapter 12 verse 1 give yourself as a living, living sacrifice, sacrifice. Yeah. that's your acceptable worship not over and above not something supernatural yeah. it's the normal thing exactly exactly so god expects us in a situation of this covenant um where cataclysmic things had happened mm. let me also speak to someone and say whenever cataclysmic events happen in your life maybe it's the death of your mother mm. maybe it's the death of your parents uh your your child maybe it's your business uh maybe it's your marriage yeah. that is broken down yeah. god is saying out of that painful experience draw near to me mm. worship me mm. you the other thought i saw was there was an animal that went into the ark and its purpose was when it comes out it must die for the lord mm. <laughs> it was not supposed to live in the new age yeah it died on the sacrificial table so again god looks at the relationship here mm. that he has with noah and god observes the worship of noah and the bible says when god saw the smoke and the aroma of that sacrifice it triggered god mm. to come even closer to noah and give a covenant mm. to say in future this is how i'm going to act so mm. so a strategic disclosure session with god yes happened yes. because of that covenant that sign that exactly yeah. that revealed to noah what the future looks like so god always doesn't leave us reeling from the pain of the loss mm. but he begins to set up an agreement that shows us what the future holds for us mm. and what he's going to do in the future mm. so he has never left us without hope mm. and you know what i like mo- most about that is that god understands the mm. frailty of humanity yeah. mm. because he said i will leave you with a perpetual sign i mean yes. every time it rains mm. i need to see mm. the rainbow mm. to know there is yes, one flood exactly god understands our nature yeah. and and how much we mm. look at life mm. and how scared we are yeah and how 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 sinful we are that god mm. said, i i need yes. to remind them every single exactly. time it rains uh, guys when you see the rain don't worry this is not yes. the flood again <laughs> and for that yeah we always think you know what there's there's there's, there's some people that are called mm. deists mm. where whereby they believe that God came he yes. created yeah he steps back and you will never ever see him Interfere. in the reality of life again mm. but this god of the bible Mm-mm. says that i'm not like that exactly i'm in the details exactly i'm letting you remember every mm. single day mm. how it is yeah 
in terms so, of worship so between brother, me so and you. The rainbow is a. I will not explain the science behind it. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 hidden in the chemical composition of water when it when it it relates to the light. Mm. The rainbow is always created when there's water and there's light. Mm-hmm. and the different colors come up there. I would, I would challenge our viewers to go and find out how it's formed mm-hmm. so that we can... And there's always an angle you see it from, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. You, yes. You've got to be standing with the sun behind you and the rain on the other side. But the point is, when it comes out, God decided to make the rainbow of many colors, which is mm-hmm. a sign of the covenant with Noah. Has God given us a sign in this day that shows that he is the God who saved us. He mm. is the God who is going to redeem us. Yes, he has. Mm. He has given us a literal Sabbath, a cathedral yes. in time, yes. to say, when you keep this Sabbath day, you are proclaiming that I am the creator, mm. which is knowledge that's fading out in this world. Mm. Oh, yes. That I am the creator, and I'm the one who will save you from this quagmire you are in. Mm. But isn't it strange that now the rainbow is being used as a sign of something else, of defiance of a lifestyle of God. Yes, which God instituted at creation. Yeah. People are saying... In fact, it's becoming the flag of resistance. Exactly. Of Of a human species that is saying, we will do whatever we want, poking your finger at God. Mm. and looking at defiance. But let me tell you, Revelation says, the sins of Babylon shall come forth before God, Mm. and Babylon shall be remembered to be judged according to her sins. So God is calling us in the story of Noah to be ready for his coming Mm. while we obey him Mm. and keeping the Sabbath sign between us and him Mm. to know that he is our creator and our redeemer. Amen. And, And I like what you were saying in terms of this aspect of Babylon will once again come to its zenith. Yeah. And as we've been saying this entire, um, through this entire lesson of the flood, mm. it brings us back to Revelations, yeah. where Revelations is, here is the patience, patience of the faith. saints. Absolutely. Here is the patience of the saints. Yeah. We just need to wait. For mm. those of you out there, mm. when you're looking at this aspect of the flood, just yeah. remember, mm. as, as we said throughout this yeah. uh, entire lesson, mm. patience is a mm. virtue. Amen. Amen. And with that, it brings and it draws this, this lesson to a close. And mm. I think it's, it's an apt lesson mm-hmm. um, in terms of let's be patient. Amen. Let us not rush God's war, mm. but let us hear what he has to say. And when he speaks, yeah. we can echo with Isaiah, mm-hmm. here I am. Yes, Lord, send, send me. me. Mm. Mm. And with that, shall we close our eyes in Amen. prayer? Yes. Thank you, dear Lord, that once again you Mm. have been with us in this journey. Mm. Lord, out there, there are those that right now, they are suffering the calamities of life. They are going through the flood experience, Lord. They may not see the end of it. They may not not even know why this has happened to them. But Lord, comfort them. Send them your sign. Let them see that you are the Lord. And we pray that they may turn their hearts so that in the end they may give their hearts to you Mm. and be an example to Mm. others. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Amen.